This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hello there and welcome to this week's episode. This is episode 18 of Too Busy to Podcast. If you're new here, thank you so much for listening and be sure to check out previous episodes where I have covered everything from why you need a trailer to the four steps to launching, cover art, choosing the right hosting platform and so much more. Now let's get into this week's episode. This week we are going to be talking about batching. If you've never heard the term batching before, it's when you do the same task in the same period of time. Well, that's my simple definition, and you know I'm all about simplicity. So if you're an avid listener of the show, you will know that I have talked about the benefits of batching your recording a number of times. So what does that look like for you? Now, everyone is different. I want to stress highly that if you do choose to batch your recordings, pick a schedule that works for you. We're going to dig into it a little bit more, but that is one thing that I want to kick off this episode by saying. So whether you have a solo podcast or interviews or even a mix of both, batching is all about recording on specific days, which allow you to get ahead. But Let's part that for now because I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just start from the beginning. There's lots of podcast tasks that you can batch to ensure you achieve consistency and efficiency. Now, let's get into it. The most popular thing to batch, as I mentioned, is your recordings. I can't tell you when to do this because it's dependent on your own schedule. You know your schedule best. You know which days are mad hectic. You know which days are quiet. So I would recommend that you look at your schedule and identify a day that works for you. For me, it's Sundays. Sundays for me is the start of the week. I know some people might say that Mondays are the start of the week, but Sundays are the start of the week. I won't necessarily do client work, but I will definitely do a to-do list for the week to get me started off right. I will also do whether it's research for my podcast or recording for my podcast or coming up with ideas, they usually all happen on a Sunday. That's my quiet time. It's the time that I will kind of reserve a couple of hours to do that kind of thinking. I suppose you could say that I have brain power on a Sunday afternoon. I have a client also, for example, who Mondays and Tuesdays work well for her. So we only schedule her interviews on Mondays and Tuesdays at 8am or 1pm. And there's a max of two appointments per day. So that'll be max of four interviews a week. And that's what works for her. I remember when we first started working together, 
she wanted to do like four or five in one day. And I wouldn't recommend that because podcasting takes a lot of energy. Recording, whether it's yourself or interviews, I feel take a lot of your energy, especially when you're interviewing your guests. You need to remain engaged. You need to stay focused. And just doing five, six back to back could become a bit onerous. And as your interviews go on, you'll start to lose energy. And that might be quite obvious to your listeners. So I would say to stick to two hour long interviews. If of course you've got a podcast that's five, 10, 15 minutes, then by all means, that won't be as taxing. But again, don't try and fit in 10, 15 minute episodes in one sitting. That would just be a lot. As a result of her putting in that schedule, she's always ahead. From the time we started out, she's always been, at one point she was two months ahead, but at the moment she is one month ahead. And that's a good place to be. And I'm going to explain to you why a little bit later. Another thing that a lot of people don't think about as well is the impact on your voice. So the more you record, obviously, the more you're speaking, the more you're utilizing your voice. So as we interview, we should always have a glass of water handy. I usually do in case I need it or in case, you know, I get a dry throat. But at the same time, if you're having lots of recordings back to back, it will have an impact on your voice. And of course, because it's a podcast, your voice is super, super important. So you want to make sure that you look after your voice. And I hope that in a future episode, I can get a voice coach on to speak to you about how you can look after your voice, how you can prepare your voice and all that kind of good stuff. Now, in terms of batching, if you have a co-host, it could be a little bit trickier because you need to work out a schedule together. If it's just you, you know, you just need to look at your own schedule, your own life, what's going on, and that's it. But if you are a co-host, you do the podcast with someone else, then you need to consider them as well. My big tip is to make it easier could you possibly block out recording time for a year or maybe six months would be a bit more realistic. That way you're not trying to scarper and find time month after month after month. So just make sure that you have that conversation and think, well, hey, can we get it in a few months at a time? And even bigger tip, make sure you add it to your diary. If you're anything like me, anything important goes in your diary. So make sure that you are showing that commitment to your recording sessions by adding them to your diary. And again, I would ensure to add three months, six months, 12 months, even if you can. It is a lot easier to reschedule one session if you need to, instead of trying to find a slot in a diary that's already busy. So that would be my advice. Of course, things happen, things pop up, but if it's in your diary, it's just so much easier to swap it out than trying to find another slot in your diary. So what else can you batch? So we've talked about recordings. You could also batch your show notes. You could batch the copy for your social media posts. Because it's all writing, those two quite naturally can go together. So it might be, let's use my example, you record on Sundays. That's going to take a few hours, depending on how you break it up. And you don't have to record just on one day. There was a blog I was reading earlier this week. I can't remember whose blog it was. But I remember she said that the way she does it is she records twice a year. Can you imagine? Twice a year, she blocks out a week 
twice a year and I don't know how many interviews she gets done in that week but she only records twice a year and then she's sorted for the entire year. I mean that is magnificent. I'm not saying that you have to do that if your schedule that allows and you're that type of person that takes a level of organization that might even be beyond me if I'm being totally honest. I was just blown away by that. You don't have to follow the same thing. You can do twice at the start of the month, knowing that your month, if you've got a weekly podcast, that's four, sometimes five episodes, you just do it at the start of the month and you don't need to think about recording for the rest of the month. So I would batch everything together. So for example, show notes and copy for your captions. Then you've got audiograms. And maybe if you do video as well, it might be that you take that time to do your video clips, your graphics for social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever it is that you hang out, each platform has got a different size graphic, which is really easy, guys, to resize in Canva. Or another one is resize promo that I sometimes use. So that isn't too time onerous, but it's still something else to do. One tip in terms of graphics is to make sure that you use templates. I would probably recommend maybe five to 10 templates for your podcast, some solos, some could be quotes, some for your guests, just a range of different templates, of course, in your brand colors. And then you can just swap things out as required. I do not recommend creating a brand new graphic for each episode from scratch. If you've got the time to do it, which you might do by all means, but usually the people that I work with are time poor and that's just not realistic for them. I use templates. You'll see from, if you're on my Instagram, if you follow me, I just swap. It literally takes me less than 60 seconds. Change the episode title, change the colors. So I rotate between my brand colors. If it's a guest then I'll swap out photos, it will literally take me less than 60 seconds and then I download it I upload it and voila next might come if you've got a website the the graphics will also feed into the website so creating the graphics for the episode for the blog on your website updating the website that might come in with the copy a quick copy and paste from your captions session something else that you could batch is of course your editing you might want to sit and do all your editing in one session. Now, for me personally, I couldn't sit and edit four episodes in a row. Unless, of course, there were 10 minutes done, that's it. But if they are, like most of my clients, are 45 minutes to an hour, I can't do that. My brain will not allow me to sit and concentrate for that long on four episodes. So it might be that the editing you do on a weekly basis or of course if you can then you can just outsource that piece and then of course there's the bit about scheduling uploading so once you have edited and then you've written your show notes then it's time to of course schedule it in your host and the same with your graphics when they're all done and the captions are all done you can then use a scheduler such as Later or Buffer or Planoly. There's so many different ones to then upload all your graphics, schedule them out for different points throughout the month, and then you don't need to think about them. They will just go out at the date and time that you have asked them to go out. So that's pretty simple. Now, I know this sounds like a lot, and I won't lie to you, it is a lot, but it's just a different way 
of doing things. So you might find it easier to record once a week and then do everything for that recording every week. But if you're a person who likes to get stuff done, I like the idea. I don't follow this, but I do quite like the idea of being able to do everything for my podcast at the start of the month and not think about it for the whole month until it's ready to do the the next month. Everyone is different. So just definitely do what works for you. Now, what are the benefits? What is in it for you? I've touched on a few points, but you're probably wondering, well, how is this, what's this going to do for my life? How is this going to change my life? How is this going to benefit my life in any way? And there are a few benefits. So number one, saving time. Now we're all busy business owners. We have family, we have social lives, we have life, right? So saving time is something that we all want to do so that we can spend that time doing something else, whether it's in business or wherever it might be. If we can save a small amount of time, we want to. So by doing these tasks in the same setting, like I'm batching them in that way, you are saving time. So for me, that's a massive tick. Number two, it boosts productivity. So you'll come away having recorded four episodes for the month. You'll feel really good knowing that you've accomplished something that you know would have taken quite a bit of time stretched over each of those weeks. And I don't know about you, but sometimes life gets so busy. I'm guilty of it myself. Life gets so busy and before you know it, it's the day before your podcast is due to be released and you've not written anything furthermore recorded, furthermore edited, furthermore show notes and everything else that comes (laughs) with it. So having that sense of accomplishment, knowing that you've batched, it will really reduce the stress and ease the pressure rather than doing on a weekly basis per episode basis. And you want podcasting. This is the main thing for me. Podcasting is fun. It's meant to be fun. That's what podcasting is all about. So the minute you start to lose that funness or things start to feel difficult, that's really problematic. So it's just super, super important that you put steps in place, processes in place where your podcast remains fun. And I think batching will allow you to do that. Next is a feeling of just getting stuff done. I don't know about you guys, but I use Trello to organize things in my podcast, in my business, but nothing beats a good old piece of paper and a pen. I actually have a to-do book that I got off Amazon. And as I mentioned, on a Sunday, I'll write down everything that I need to do for that week. Things will be added throughout the week as clients ask for stuff or things pop up in my business. But there's no better feeling than putting a line. And that's why I prefer the pen and paper, because I love putting a physical line throughout that task, knowing that I have got it done. So batching allows you to do that knowing that you got those episodes recorded for the month, knowing that show notes you don't need to think about, or even the graphics, whichever one of your podcast tasks you decide to batch, I guarantee you, once you've done it, you are going to be buzzing. Next benefit, consistency. It encourages consistency. As I mentioned before, my client is at least a month ahead by just scheduling interviews four times in a week. And sometimes not every slot is taken. Sometimes it could be one, sometimes it could be four. But by allocating that time to her podcast interviews, she is always ahead. For my DIY listeners, by batching and having what I like to call a vault, an episode vault, 
if something were to happen and you needed to be away from your business or and step away from the podcast from a bit, you will know that you have episodes that you can pull from. You don't need to think, oh my gosh, I need to come up with content and then I need to record it and then I, no. You can just pull from your episode vault and outsource that one episode if you need to, knowing that the podcast will remain consistent. And then when you've dealt with the life emergency, you can come back and carry on. None of your listeners will know what's gone on unless, of course, you decide to share it with them, which is also fine. Now, the next one for me is a big one because it allows life to happen. Batching allows life to happen. As I touched on a little bit a few short minutes ago, things happen. Things are thrown our way that we don't anticipate and we've just got to deal with them. We need to learn to juggle different things. We might need to delegate. We might need to drop some stuff. And it's okay. I'm not saying to you, oh, you must sort out your podcast. That is most prominent. No, sometimes we need to drop stuff. We might need to take a break to deal with something in our life. Just do a quick episode, let your listeners know, and that is it. Come back when you're able to come back. But if you do want to maintain that consistency, no matter what life throws at you, batching will allow you to do that. Improved focus. I don't know about you guys, but me doing the same task for an extended period of time, I find requires a lot less brain power. I started out as a virtual assistant, I was a general VA supporting female coaches with lots of different stuff. I'm an ex-PA in my sort of my career. So I started out in the online space providing calendar management, inbox management, all those sort of typical PA assistant type functions. And then I added social media scheduling, email newsletters, course creations, dabbled in a bit of CRM stuff. So the techie setup kind of stuff. That was all before I pivoted into podcast management in January 2021. But I must admit, it took me a good few weeks. I was going to bed at eight, which is super early for most people, because I was absolutely shattered. And it took me a few weeks to realise why. And that was because a lot of the stuff that I was doing was very bitty, I suppose that could be the right word. So, you know, scheduling social media for the week could potentially take 30 40 minutes. Creating an email newsletter, again, 30 minutes. Doing meetings, it depends on how many emails have come in, but there will never be enough emails that have come in that will require me to set up meetings for an hour, an hour and a half. So everything just was very piecemeal. And that meant that my brain was constantly shifting gears. And that was exhausting. That played a huge part in me pivoting because of course, as you guys may or may not know, editing takes two to four times the length of the episode. So if it's an hour, I could potentially be working on that episode for up to four hours. And when I'm finished, yeah, I could be tired, but I'm not shattered. I'm not, oh my gosh, I need to go to bed now and then go to bed super early and sleep all the way through for 12 hours. That's exactly how it was. So being able to focus on one thing for an extended period of time without having to shift gears means so much to me. And if you're similar to me as well, you will understand where I'm coming from. Now, I recognize batch recording is not for everyone. So if your show relies on, let's say, current news or current affairs or what's happening in the world at a specific point in time, 
That means that your information needs to be relevant to the here and now. So batching is not going to work because by the time you release your episode, the information will no longer be relevant. So you're no longer serving your listeners. So before you start out on this mission, please do consider if it will work for you and your show and then find a routine that fits you best. We talked about a number of pros, a number of benefits. One con that I would like to mention is that batching is a lot of work. As I mentioned, the benefit is saving time. So I think once you start doing it and you get into your flow, I have no doubt that you'll save time rather than having to do it weekly episodes per episode basis. I do believe that. So if you do decide to go down the batching route, just stick to it. It might be tough at the beginning, but definitely stick to it. It will get easier. Because when you think about it, having to do those six, seven things on an individual weekly basis, it's a lot. It definitely is a lot. And as you might know, you can also apply this method to your personal life. So it might be that you want to batch your cooking. You might want to batch the meal prep. You might even want to prepare the kids' packed lunch in advance, like just put them in different containers, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You might want to batch your laundry. I definitely do that. So every Saturday morning, I have all the different piles, the sheets, the towels, whites, colors, darks, and then it's just rinse and repeat. So go in, turn it on, cycle finish, hang them up. Go in, turn it on, cycle finish, hang them up. (laughs) And that's literally my Saturday morning. And I don't have to think about laundry for a whole week. So if you like the idea of batching, think about what else you can apply it to in your business as well as your personal life. So to recap, batching works well for lots of different reasons that I mentioned, including saving time, improved focus, and it encourages consistency, which as you know, with a podcast is one of the top three things that I think you need, but you have to make sure that it works for you. Find a schedule that fits you best, whether it be twice a year, like the lady that I mentioned earlier, twice a month, once a month, twice a week, whatever it is, make sure that it works for you. That's it for this week's episode. Next week, we will be covering the top mistakes people make with their cover art. Until then, have an amazing week and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.